our learning objective is to show why an investor would prefer as low a correlation coefficient as possible for a two-asset portfolio. To understand why this is the case, uh, the basic point is that low correlation coefficients are desirable not because they produce portfolios with the least risk or potentially no risk in the case of a minus one correlation coefficient, but it's because they allow, allow an investor to get to or achieve the highest possible indifference curve. Let's go back to thinking about that graph where you have expected return on the vertical axis, standard deviation of return on the horizontal axis, and the different uh, paths of portfolios that can be created depending on the correlation coefficient. Now remember, I, as you move, as, as the correlation coefficient becomes lower and lower, the locus of possible portfolios that can be created bows out toward the left. And at the extreme, when the correlation coefficient is minus one, you get a sawtooth pattern. And if you think about those indifference curves that we talked about earlier, the further to the left the portfolios that you can possibly create, the further to the left and higher the path of portfolios that could be created, the higher the potential indifference curve that uh, you can get to. In fact, when you think again about the, the case where we imposed indifference curves on top of the efficient frontier when the correlation coefficient is minus one, recall that uh, we described that in, in that particular case that the, the optimal portfolio to hold was on the second indifference curve. And that indifference curve was just tangent. And it was uh, partway between the risk-free combination and security, uh, putting everything into asset J. So the point here is that even though at the extreme, when the correlation coefficient is minus one, you can create a combination that is risk-free, that does not mean that that's the portfolio the investor wants to hold or should hold. That would be the portfolio the investor should hold only if the investor had incredibly steep indifference curves. So if the indifference curves are relatively flat, uh, then it will turn out that even though there is a risk-free combination, that's not what the investor would necessarily hold. So the lower the correlation coefficient, the higher the indifference curve that you can move to, but it does not necessarily mean that you move to the least risky portfolio. Let's look at some true-false questions. In selecting a portfolio, an investor can control the standard deviations and covariances, but not the weights. That's false. The only thing that the investor can control is the weights of how much of the portfolio is put into each of the two assets. The investor has no control over the expected returns of the two assets, the standard deviations of the two assets, or the covariance or, or correlation coefficient. 
those are always given by the nature of the assets. The least risky portfolio that can be created is not necessarily the most desirable for a client. That is true because uh, the flatter the investors and the client's indifference curves, the riskier the portfolio that they will likely want to hold.